Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Welcome to the Education Academy with Tyler Darmer. I'm just kidding. Welcome to our Marriage 101 podcast. Hey, hey. Amanda, you're the more, um, you're like Will Smith and I'm like Carlton. Like, you're the one that everybody's here to see, and I'm the one that people just like yell in the street, and I'm waiting 20 years to be on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> That's what we got here. I like that. Yeah, well, it's also you true. You do have a cool dance, though. Oh, well, thank you. I've always said that about myself, but no one's ever agreed with me. So today's topic, um, before we get into that, we're going to do a new thing. Start doing something because you are always asking people, hey, rate us on iTunes and give us five stars. You know what? I thought it'd be nice if we read something nice that someone said. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So you say something mean, so help me, we will hunt you down and toilet paper your house, okay? (laughs) But if you say something nice, we're going to read it. So uh, this is from Zombie Mom 14 uh, The title is Real Talk by a Married Couple. Which is, is true. Yes. Yes. says, I love these episodes because they are so real when it comes to marriage and parent life. And you get to talking about one thing and totally going to right field. <laughs> Off subject. And I feel like that's how marriage is, LOL. Yes. I've laughed so hard. Too funny. Can't wait for more. Ooh, thank you. Wow, zombie mom. That's really cool. I mean, this has got to be Lori from Walking Dead, right? She's zombie mom. Lori gone. She Lori gone. gone, but she's a zombie. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, I, Actually, it was weird how they took, like, she, they ate the whole, like, all of her. That was so weird how they handled Lori. I think they just didn't want any part of her around anymore because she was such a bad character. She was not. She was awful. It's like, Rick, you need to go out there and do this. Rick's like, look, I am, like, absolutely the best person on the show. Just trust me, and I'll do all the right things. He is the best. That's why I vetoed that show. How dare you. (laughs) Okay, so today's topic is Amanda. Okay, so today we want to share our adoption story yes. about how we um, adopted. Sorry. We, <laughs> wow. <laughs> really on it today. This is good. You, I like, you do like how I kicked it to you because I forgot what we were going to talk about. That's why I was like, Amanda, tell them. And I was like, I completely forgot. Well, sad gave- story. We're driving home from a trip and like, I think I'm just like, I don't think I slept well last night. Yeah. I think I'm running on like three hours. Great. And and I think I've said this before in a previous podcast, but I don't sleep well in hotel beds. As a no. matter of fact, I don't touch anything in a hotel no. bed. <laughs> you, you put on, you will, this is no joke. She will put on a sweatshirt and pants to cover as much of yes. her skin area as possible. Yes. Lay down on the bed. And mo- a lot of times you'll put like my sweatshirts or shirts around the pillowcase yes. so that you're not touching it. And you'll lay them underneath you. There are times we stayed for a week this summer, and you like would put sweatshirts over you to sleep as your blanket. And it's funny because we had friends with us, and they did not believe how crazy I was. But uh, they walked in our room one time and was like, "Oh my gosh, Amanda, you're a freak!" And I'm yeah, like, got, like, "I can't help it. I can't help it. I need therapy, please." Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I usually bring like my own blanket and pillow, but I forgot, of course, again. And so here I am, like no sleep because. I, I don't know. I kept thinking I was like on a bed of like somebody's boogers or something. It was gross. Wow. That's yeah, that was not disgusting. as fun as a bed of roses. Which <laughs> I tried both on different anniversaries. You like the roses more than the bed of boogers. Um, <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, so we want to talk about our adoption story. So we have uh, we have three children. Uh, the oldest two are uh, what I like to joke around say they're homemade, and then we got <laughs> the third one, and he is um, he is adopted. His name's Finn. Um, he's He's probably the best one we got right now. The other two get riled up, and they tell us no sometimes. Finn, 
Finn, well, oh, Finn, tell Finnick us tells us no. His, yeah. He definitely tells us no. Yeah. Um, well, so really, this goes back to when we were dating. Because when we were dating, we talked about, you know, kids and things like that. And we knew we wanted to have kids, but we always said, well, you started out saying, I, I think I would like to adopt. And I was like, eh, maybe. Like, I thought it was a cool, like, popular idea, but my heart wasn't really there. So... Anyways, I'll never forget, after we got married, we went to Catalyst one year. Do you remember this? Yeah, it was Christian Conference. Yeah. yeah, and we went to Catalyst with some friends, and they did this big thing on adoption, and the Lord really just, like, screamed at me there and just dropped it in my spirit that I knew, I knew that we were supposed to adopt after that. And, I mean, like, it, it helped me realize, too, that the Bible tells us to take care of orphans and widows, and... I mean, you don't have to adopt to take care of orphans. I mean, you can help, you know, someone else adopt by helping them financially or praying for them or just doing things for them. There's all kinds of things you can do to, to you know, obey God and help with orphans and widows. Yeah. Um, but we did for sponsor us, a kid at that Catalyst. We did. Remember? We Yeah, that was the first thing we did. We sponsored a kid from that conference. And then I just remember on the drive home, we were both like, okay. Like, I think we're going to try. Because that was when we were trying to decide if we were ready to even start a family. Remember? And so we went home like, okay, we're going to try to have, you know, a homemade one. But if that doesn't happen, that's fine. We're just going to adopt all our kids. But if we do have our own, then we'll just have one or two of our own and then we'll adopt. And that's, so that's kind of how that happened. We, We had Titus and we decided quickly after that to go ahead and try to have another one. And that happened really quickly. Yeah, they're 21 months apart. Yeah, and so... Which one do you love more, Titus or Ezra? Stop it. But which one do you love more? Would you stop saying that? Hey, whichever one of you guys listening, you're the one I love more. Oh, my our gosh. Our kids don't we listen to We love them podcast. equally, but different. But we had Ezra and decided after her we would adopt the rest. So, um, we started the process for Finn when Ezra was two. Yeah, we wanted them to be close in age. That was yes. always like the goal. Why would why did uh, why was it that we wanted them to be close in age? Well, no, better words. <laughs> than me. I just wanted them to grow up together and like be best friends, like yeah. kind of like you and your sister did. Not like me and my brother. We were not best friends, but I wanted them to be close and you know have fun together. If they're too far apart, then I feel like they don't get to enjoy their childhood together, and yeah. so. We wanted them to be close in school and all those things. And so, Titus and Ezra are just a great apart in school, which I love. But with Finnick, um, we started the adoption process overseas because we wanted to do international. Yeah. Um, but and, and my goal, my thing was always, you would, because you did a ton of the research because I was working all, like a lot and you were, you were the one that was like, okay, I'm going to look in and find where we're going to adopt from. Yeah. And my thing was, I just want to help a kid who, wouldn't have a chance otherwise or that that it's going to make the biggest difference on their life i want to help change the trajectory of their life and that was the only criteria and you had two or three places that we started the process with like started filling out applications yes we we tried to do ethiopia and we had some friends that did this and we thought okay we kind of you know knew the process because of them well it got shut down because of corruption so in the government yeah the government shut the program down and so we were like okay 
So then that happened two more times with two different countries or two other countries. One, another one got shut down and then the other one ended up um, saying we were too young to adopt from that country at that time. Well, no, it was, I had to be 30 was the rule. And then, or 25 or 30, I think I had to be 30. And then like by the time I turned 30, they changed it to where both of us had to be 30. That was what one of the countries did. Cause I remember it was like, we waited I hit the age. By the time we came back to apply, it was like, no, both of y'all have to be 30. I was like, are you serious? Like, Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was, yeah. that's crazy. So, after that, we the gap was widening between the age yes. of Ezra and, you know, what would be our third child. Yeah, and so we just kind of stopped and prayed about it. And the Lord really just kind of told us that you don't have to go overseas. Like, there's so many kids here that need to be adopted. And so we were like, okay, yeah, that's stupid. So, or it's stupid that we just kept trying overseas and not, you know, over here. So we were like, okay, Lord, we're going to try to do, you know, here domestic. And so um, we filled out an application through a local adoption agency and started that process. Um, yeah, we got through the home study. Yeah, we got through the home study. It's where they and, come to your house and they're like, Asking you a bunch of questions. You had to fill out a bunch of, quite like a questionnaire. I had to fill out a questionnaire, and then they came to our house and, like, interviewed us. Did they interview us separate, or was it together the whole time? It was separate and together. Okay. Two different things. But the thing was with this that made us so nervous, like, when it finally came time, like, okay, we're really doing this. Like, this is happening. Then we realized, we don't have the money for this. No. Like. You were a stay-at-home mom. At that time. You retired, and (laughs) I was in education. And at that time, you know, that's when we were broke. And so, we had no money. Um, and we knew the Lord would provide, but at this time we were just like, okay, is this really going to happen? And so our friends and our small group at the time that we were leading, they came together and helped us raise, um, a lot of money. So thank uh, well, y'all. We, yeah, we got, we, we helped raise enough money with what we had, a little bit we had, and then what we raised was enough to get through the home study, yes. which was like what, four grand up to that point when it through that part. I thought it was like nine grand. Oh, no, I wasn't that much. No? Okay. No. Well, it was, it, it paid for all of that. And yeah. so we we were done with that. But the next thing, we, so since we finished the home study and we passed and everything, we, we were on the list. And so that means they could call us at any time and say, hey, do you, you know, here's a child. Do you want this child, basically? Yeah, and here are the terms the, and, the mom, the birth mother wants, like, do you agree to those? Like, right, open. all the, yeah. yeah. And so at that point, you have to have the rest of the money, which was like $22,000. Well, yeah, it was, it was ranging depending on the, the race of the child, it changed the price prices. Of yeah, and, the and child, yeah, which is crazy it's, it's absolutely sick. We, we asked them, like, what is the reason behind that? Right. And it's like, um, and they said that it's just, that was the way it was set up like 15 years ago and it hasn't changed yeah. like the, the the pricing scale and I, we were just like wow you're essentially labeling people's worth right based on that which also you're thinking like maybe they lower the prices for people to adopt a child that is a race um that people might not want so it like entices them to adopt that child but then if you really look at that that means that that means they're raising the price. Like, you're not paying for the cost of lawyer fees and to take care of the birth mother with counseling or whatever it is and the fees for the agency to run. They can, if they're raising the price for certain types, you know, types of children, 
then that means that they are making more money than they have to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like nobody's, they're not losing money on like certain races. So it, it just, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It how, broke our hearts. That, yes. Like I, I remember leaving one of the meetings, like what in the world, yeah, like what is happening? I asked her, I go, why is like, why in the world are you, is that the price set up? She's like, that's the way it was set up. And she said the adoption uh, rates between the races is kind of equal right now. Um, and she said it's thanks to Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie adopting overseas or something. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, well, anyway, so we uh, we went through that and we were like, I think the, the amount we had to raise was $15,000. Was it? We, yes. Because the higher end was 25000 Oh, okay. And I then guess. for, okay. and then, you know, kind of what we were wanting for our family was $15,000. And so we had fifteen thousand more dollars to raise, and so we were just like, okay, God, like this whole process, like our hearts are in the right place, our kids are ready, we're ready, like everything's good, except for we don't have fifteen k in the bank right. that we could just <laughs> drop. Like I'll sign a temporary no. check. No. And so we're like, well, we'll just figure it out. You know, if something happens, we'll we'll see what we can do. And yeah. Then I get a call. So um, my. One of my best friends, he um, worked with a guy who had... Um, it's, he, it's, a, it's a weird story to explain because it's like, I know a guy that knew a guy that knew a guy. That knew a guy, yeah. It sounds yeah. like we like went and bought a kid like from somebody's trench coat at yeah. a gas station. Yeah, like a black market You stage. guys you guys looking for a baby? And, like They pull out like a bunch of babies. Like, that's a cabbage patch doll. Um, and so... <laughs> cabbage patch. Uh, that's weird. So whenever, whenever we... Um, I had a, we had made a video like saying we were going to adopt. Please pray for us. If you want to help financially, that's cool. But and then we had a bunch of people share it. And one of my best friends, he worked with the guy, and I'd met him before, but like we weren't like super close. Like we didn't hang out a lot. Yeah. Uh, but he was good friends with my friend, and he had seen our video, and um, he worked in a hospital. And a doctor, like a couple years before that, somebody had come in and just said, "Hey, I'm pregnant. I'm you know about to have this baby." I, I'm, can't take care of, they can't can't take care of them. Do you want to, you know, do you know anybody that would want a child? And he, him and his wife adopted her, the little girl. Yes. Well, I guess a couple years after that, that doctor, same doctor, had someone walk in and say the it same thing. Was it the thing. same doctor? The not the same doctor, completely <laughs> different doctor. Yeah. Not all doctors are the same, Amanda. So the, this doctor, um, and which is really just a small world. Um, he ended up, he works at the same clinic where I go to the doctor, the doctor who delivered our other two kids. He works in that same clinic. Well, he, um, so this friend works for, with this doctor too, because this, our friend is a, what, what do you call it? A nurse anesthetist. Yes. And so he works with a lot of OBGYNs. So this, um, OB doctor worked at the free clinic on Saturdays, like once a month or whatever. And he had a mom come in. You know, she was really young, and she already had one child that was 11 months old, and so she was very overwhelmed and wanted to give her baby up for adoption. But the craziest thing about this is she was very specific, and she did not want this baby to go to an adoption agency. She she wanted this to go to a good Christian home if he knew someone. And so he was like, okay, actually, let me, let me figure this out. And so he contacted our friend that had adopted this way and said, hey... Would you be inter interested in adopting again? And he was like, well, we are, but I don't think we're ready yet. But he said, I actually know someone who might be. Let me reach out to them. So he was talking about us. 
So, I'll never forget, it was a Friday night, or a Saturday night, one of those two, and we were, we had friends over late, and you get a call from your, one of your best friends, and y'all, like, talk for a long time, and I'm like, what in the world? And, like, you looked like, I need to talk to you. And so, our friends were leaving, so they left, and I was like, what? And he was like, okay, there, you know, our friend that, you know, his friend works at the hospital, and you told, you told me about the baby, and he's like, she's did, the mom is due in two weeks, and they want to know if we're interested in adopting this child. And she had, this was her first visit to the doctor, so she didn't even know what she was having. Um, and so we told our friend that we would take the weekend to pray over it. So we took the weekend, we just talked, we prayed over it, and she was going to go to the doctor on Monday, and they were going to call to see what we had decided. And so... They called on Monday morning saying it was a healthy baby boy. What do y'all think? And we were like, yes. Yes, we're in. We're all in. And so <laughs> the next two weeks, we scuttled around <laughs> and tried to find like, yeah, baby we, things. Baby stuff. Because we, we thought after Ezra, we thought, oh, we're adopting from overseas. Right. The child will be two. Right. We don't need a car seat. We yep. don't need a crib. Well, we, we, don't, need a, we need a car seat. I, I mean, sorry, you know what I mean? Like the baby handle yeah. car seat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like we, we sold that car seat. Yeah. And which was nice. And you sold for like 50 bucks. I knew you were going to say that. Because it's still true. So I, okay, I'm going to tangent this oh, real quick. Lord. So we had, somebody had given us a really nice car seat. And thanks, we used Mom. it for, yeah, thanks Linda. Uh, we used it. <laughs> For Titus, we'd use it for Ezra. It was like a dope car seat. It was. And it was a leather seat. Yeah, it was really good. It okay? was awesome. And so Amanda, it does not have the patience to sell things. Zero if there patience. ever is a job she will never have, it's eBay like resale person. Oh my god! And so no. what she was doing when she was selling off all the baby stuff, she was just like fifty bucks, fifty bucks, fifty dollars was her go-to number. And I was like, no, Amanda, you go online, you find out what it is new, and then you cut it in half, and that's what you ask first, okay? That's how you do it. And you're like, okay, well, you put this on there for 50 bucks. I go to meet the dude at Harps in Valonia, and he comes up and he goes, well, he gets out of the car and he's like, hey, man, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I've been looking for these everywhere. The cheapest I can find them is $200. We're about to have a kid. This means a whole lot. And I was like, yeah, man, no problem. How much did she say? He goes, 50 bucks. I was like, oh, cool. And uh, he goes, yeah, like cheapest we could find was 200. He comes up, I hand him the, the seat. He goes, oh, oh, wow. No, this is one of the nice ones. I'm sitting there thinking, this dude was looking for a cheap version of this and he can only find it for 200 and I just gave it a 50 and I could really use the money. You know, It's so, called giving. Yeah, Tyler. it's called being lazy, copy pasting the $50 in the Amazon, or not Amazon, what was it? Craigslist. Doesn't matter. Anyways, oh, no. yeah, are so, you done? Yeah, I'm almost finished. I need 20 more minutes to talk about this. <laughs> and so, anyways, we'd sold off all of our stuff, so we're scrambling to get the rest of the stuff yes. we need. And, like, our friends really stepped up. Oh, yeah, they were great. Like, literally, we had so many friends that, like, gave us a bunch of their baby clothes. Um, I borrowed a car seat from a friend. Thank you so much, Sarah. And just all these things, like, I mean, we yeah. had everything we needed by the time he well, was Except here. for a bed. Didn't we, didn't we still have the air No, we had an air well, mattress no. in there for no, us. No, no, we had no, a crib. We had no, a pack. No, no. Yeah, we had the pack and play. Yeah. We were good because we kept the pack and play. That was That's the right. only baby yeah. item we still had. That's a good call. And you know by the third kid, you're like, you don't need no crib. Like, nobody yeah. cares. You're not going to remember this. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. You don't need a nursery. Who cares about that? That's yeah. just for your Instagram 
picture and then you're done. So just <laughs> go to Ikea, take a so picture good. of that, you know, whatever. Oh, that's a good idea, Amanda. Right? Go in there and take it, take up baby pictures on the Instagram. Because yes. they got the little compartment rooms. You just be like, oh, look at their room. And then you go home and it's just like a regular room. I know. Because they outgrow it, in like three that's months. I, said it, babe. I know, but I didn't want it to be a flash in the pan. I needed people to really appreciate it. Thanks, babe. So good. So, anyway, so we get a call. So, okay, we, okay, okay, okay. Okay, sorry. So. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, I'll, you tell the good stuff. I'll tell the stuff about selling things on Craigslist. Okay, okay. That's all I'll do. Do you like oh, that new voice? You like? Great. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love you. You're the love best. You okay, great. Just tell us. Okay. <laughs> so two weeks later, um, she's getting induced on May the fifth, and so Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. So I'm like. Okay, so I'm trying to think. I took a, I went no, to work no, 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 that morning. No, no. Yeah, you I went to work that morning. Was Titus already in kindergarten? Uh, no. That's right. Okay. So Tyler was like, I'm going to work. And I'm like, okay. So I'm at home. I, I don't know what to do with myself because I think my mom already has the other two kids. And I'm like, I called Tyler crying. Like, get here. Like, I can't just sit here and wait by myself. And so he takes off work and comes and gets me. We go to Tamales to eat lunch. Yep. And as soon as we sit down and order our drinks, we get a call that he was born. Because legally, we had the cheese in. But legally, because we had to, you know, we had a lawyer, an adoption lawyer, and he just informed us that we can't be at the hospital until he's born. And so we were just waiting for that phone call. So our friend called, said he was born. and Well, no, he said he's about to be born. Oh, yeah, that he's about to be born. So, so we, we were like, bounced, oh, my gosh. And we asked the waitress, and she came back and go, Hey, I'm so sorry. We just got a call that our third child is about to be born. Yes. And uh, we like we had already got the cheese dip, and I said, "Can you?" She goes, "No, just go." I go, "Well, no. Here's my card. You, we can pay." She goes, "No, go get out of here." I know. And we ended up seeing her like 20 more times yes. over the course of like and the so last two years. So she's actually seen him. Yeah, it, oh, she was amazing. Yeah, and so we bounced and uh, went straight up there, and we actually made a video. Remember that we made that yes, one video? We made a yes, video. It's on YouTube, Tyler oh, yeah, I cry fun. every time I watch it. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was so fun because our family was up there. We were all waiting, and it was the best delivery I ever had. Yeah, you recovered fast. I did. So and good. it was so funny because, like, we were filming that vlog on the way up there, and you were like, Yeah, we're going to go get our, our new kid, and we get to bring him home tonight. And I'm like, Babe, that's not how this works. We're going to have to stay overnight, just Sorry, like the you other stay two. Stay overnight. Yeah. It was I so funny. Gone. But, um, we, you know, oh, it was just, it was so amazing. Yeah. And then, it was the best experience. But, real talk about after we brought him home is that, I, you know, people don't, like, people think, oh, my gosh, an adoption story, it's so amazing. It is amazing, yes. But it doesn't mean that you're going to immediately have the bond with them like you would your biological child. Because I struggled, like, that whole first week. I struggled just bonding with him, and, you know, I, I didn't know if I could do it, honestly. I was I was very, oh, that was the hardest week ever. Do you remember that? I mean, yeah, obviously, yes, I remember I that. It was so hard. You automatically fell in love. It yeah. happened for you instantly. Well, yeah, because I, here's the thing, and here's what I think, well, we've talked about this. I think the difference was with the first two, you had nine months where they're yes. growing inside your stomach. To kind of like get used to them. Like me, like I'm not carrying them with me everywhere for nine months right. before I'm, they're born. So I met Titus, met Ezra, met Finnick, 
like all within the same time frame of their life. I didn't, you met the other two nine months earlier, almost a full year before, you know, they were born. And so it's like, of course you're going to bond with them right. during that time. And you, you didn't have the same experience with our, with Finn as you did with the first two. And so it's like, yeah, it's going to be different for you. Yes. And, it, and I don't think it was bad. I think it was just different and you didn't know how to handle it. Plus, it's, you know, it's a big deal bringing a new human into your house. Yes, so. and you know what's crazy, too? I had, a, what's it called, postpartum with Ezra, our second. And I feel like I had the exact same thing with him. And I, I didn't have him myself, but I still felt the same emotions that I had. And I thought that was just crazy how your body can do that. Um, but it was amazing because I had friends that had adopted that just really came and rallied around me and just prayed over me and sat with me while I cried, and, you know, and um, they were just so supportive. And then I just remember praying that whole week, like, God, just please give me clarity and all the things. And literally, it was like a week of having him. I woke up and it, it just hit me that that's my son and, and he's mine and this is it. You know, and ever since then, obviously, I felt that way. And I loved him before I met him, yes, but it was a di- like you said, it was a different way of meeting him. I didn't have that bond already, um, and so it was it was like it was like I was getting to experience how you met our kids, you know. Yeah. And it's just different. Yeah, and I didn't even like our first two kids when they were born. I was like, ugh, get out of here. And I was like, are <laughs> we sure about this? This one's super ugly. Oh my god! I tell you which one. Stop you have to look it. at pictures. That is not. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, it was that one for sure. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh gosh. No, they're all beautiful. No, they were. They were all good little kids. Um, and you know, our so Finnick is a different race than us, and people ask us Wait, that too. Why? Like what? <laughs> Hold on. Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't know, babe. I just I thought you'd have told me sooner. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just people yeah, ask us that too, um, and it's a great question. We. Always from the beginning, ever since we talked about adoption, knew that he would not be white. Yep. Um, and Tyler always likes to say, <laughs> go we ahead and say it because I know you're ready. What we is already it? got two white ones. We don't need them. Yep, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I, I just, we both knew um, that we, we needed this for our family. I wanted our other two kids to walk through this with us and... We just wanted, we wanted to be an example for others in this way. Um, yeah, and it's cool because, you know, Titus, and let's see, Ezra was four, and Titus was like five whenever Finn was born. And it is never, like, it's watching kids, like, every day be around each other, and, like, this is your brother, and, you know, these are your, this is your older brother, this is your older sister, like, they don't care. Like, no. kids don't care. They it's do like, not see it. It's as they get older, like, it's society or the people around you or your family or whatever that kind of like instills that thought like it's in, it's crazy to me getting the chance to see getting the chance to see them grow up to each other and how it matters zero and I, I just yes. love that and I love what it's done for our extended family like there's been family members that you know might have had some some ideas about this that weren't you know that we didn't agree with but I feel like since we've had Finnick, I feel like those those layers have have been peeled off. That you know, just that that racial stuff. Like they're they're getting rid of it, and it's just amazing what God's doing 
because of because of our sweet finning. And I, oh, it makes yeah. me want to cry. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So anyways. I always, I always joke around because <laughs> Pam was born on Cinco de Mayo. I said, um, he's a. Yeah, let's hear your next. What is it? What's your next joke? He's a black kid with white parents and a Hispanic birthday. He's going to, he's going to bring the world together. That kid. Yes, he is. That kid is going to change the world. He is, he is all the things diverse. I know you love it when I say all the things. You say all the things sometimes. All the, I say all the things. You know what? You're not the only one. Ever since I noticed you doing it. And I noticed because Babe, of the I podcast. Know. I was listening to the podcast, and I was like, she said all the things like three times. And then I noticed, like, everybody says it. I know. All the time. <laughs> and I'm like, all the things. It's so good. Oh, babe. So Don't good. you love it when you, like, hear something new, and then you hear it everywhere? It's like it's like a car. You get a car, and then you see that car everywhere. Yes, it's like that. Yeah, you get a Jeep, and you see Jeeps everywhere. We didn't get a Jeep. But we... Our story, I, I'm just so thankful for our story. I feel like God has a lot he wants to do with our story. And um, thank you for those who helped us through that time and were praying for us and continue to pray for us and intercede for us, for our family. We just, man, we, what an adventure we've had so far with, it's been pretty fun. with our kiddos. It's like, been pretty we fun. love, we just love it so much. Yeah, and it's, it's cool because, like, and I, I, I was talking at chapel last year with the students and I talked about this story and it just kind of came out because it's true obviously but Finn is my son just as much as Titus is my son and yeah. just as much as Ezra is my daughter like there's zero difference for me and how I feel about them and it's just it's crazy how you know and it's, it's I think it's a great picture of how God adopts us into his family yes. and I think that, like, knowing how it feels to have, you know, biological children and adopted children, it's like, you get that feeling and you get to see how that love is just as strong, you know, and it's just, oh, it's amazing. It is, it's absolutely, I cannot describe it, what it's done for me, what it's done for my heart, how it's changed my heart, especially coming from, you know, the background I come from, I'm just so thankful that, that I get to do this, so. Yep. Pretty cool. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yes, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. So, so if you haven't seen our adoption video on Finnick, go watch it. What? How, where can they go to see? I it? mean, it's, it's on my second YouTube channel. Just search Tyler Tarver. I think our new kid is the title. Our new kid. Yeah, that's right. Our new kid, Tyler Tarver, and you'll see it. And so it's yeah. a video get, of us. Get you, get you some tissues. Just kidding. You probably yeah, won't cry because it's not your kid, but it's our kid. And yes. It's just, at least best. pour some water on your face for yes. us. Pour Sweat. It, please, please. Sweat is like tears of the armpit. That's yeah. what they say. Gross. That's true. I didn't make it up. Actually, I did just make it up, I think. All right, so uh, I thought we'd end this the same way we came into it, and that's by reading another review. Hey, oh my God. if you want to rate us five stars and leave a review, we will put you on here. Yes, rate so. us five stars, and please, yeah, just leave us a review, and we might read it on our, pod- on our podcast. Yes. Sorry, y'all. I feel so like this, I'm still half asleep. This is by Jen, Ginger One. But it's not like redheaded ginger. It's like uh Oh, I wonder if it's my is that friend. A bad, is that a bad thing to say? I wonder if it's my friend. Let me hear what it... It's J-E-E... Hear. No, I'm sorry. J-E-N-N. Oh, no, no, ginger. that's not her. Okay. Is it bad to say that? Is what? ginger a bad word for redheads? Uh, I don't know. If it is, I'm sorry. Um, so, ginger1 said, Zest for life, heart emoji. Y'all have such a positive vibe that is contagious. Aw. Aw, man. 
thing. That's nice. I love how you live your lives filled with laughter. Connections in life are important, and I believe it's important for our youth to witness positive role models. <gasps> Do you hear that? Wow. Yeah. Thanks for living your life out in the open and inspiring others. Hey. Aw, thanks. thanks. For, hey, thank you, Ginger One, for saying that. Yes. So, appreciate you. are the you. best. Thank, thank you. Us. Thank you for leaving comments. Yeah. That really... Yeah, that really is nice. That really... It is. Amanda, nice. she's loses confidence. She's a words of <laughs> affirmation person. So that you is, to hear it. No, 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 no. so, no, no. it just really no. helps her Tyler is that person. And he's a three, so he needs to hear all the oh, things. Yeah. <laughs> all the things. <laughs> wow, you didn't do that on purpose. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank appreciate you. it. Y'all stay sweet. And I hope we have some class together next year. Oh, yeah.